The pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePetro Show. All right, here we go. Hey, good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. It is Juan. We are at the Power Hour. It is uh, 106 on this Wednesday. Good afternoon, one and all. You're tuned to AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. Good afternoon, everybody tuning in. This is Colleen. We have a live stream going on Facebook Live. But right now, maybe you're uh, in the car. Maybe just put it on wherever you may be. You can call into the program. By the way, I want to thank the great Jeff Gamach. Uh, it was obviously, folks, not easy trying to balance the program during the course of the pandemic. And we're going to continue to be out there a lot uh, as news happens. But you can call in. I would like to talk to you this afternoon. Uh, first time call is welcome. You just dial 401 766 1380. 766-1380. You can dial in to the program. This portion of the show is brought by Competition Shooting Supplies. I cannot stress enough the importance of protecting yourself, your family, your business. Competition Shooting Supplies. Stop it and see John Francis. There he is. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Call him at 727-1716. It's Competition Shooting supplies, firearms, ammunition, accessories. He's the defender of the faith. Remember, you do have the right to defend yourself. And he has a nice selection. And I also share his Facebook page. He has a great selection of inventory right now. Folks, we are going to have another summer of unrest. It's competition shooting supplies. All right, right now, wherever you're listening, you can call in. I know it's been a little while, but you can. At 766-1380, 401-766-1380. I think, do I, I'll I'll answer some different questions. Do I think the riots are going to come to an end? No, I think it's the beginning. I think the crowds are, feel empowered. I think the Chauvin situation, the verdict, no, I don't, I, I don't see how he could get a fair trial. Those people, you know. They have to live in the neighborhood. There was jury intimidation. When you have the president of the United States, Biden, all, you know, all this stuff of, and, and you know, this whole business of, I, I'm sick of hearing about systemic racism. My grandfather was a Providence police officer. I respect law enforcement. A lot of these situations, you may not like law enforcement. It doesn't give you the right to fight and wrestle and resist arrest, period. So much of that is lost. You have very good law enforcement. It's not an easy job. You know, they get called into very dangerous situations. They don't know what, what's, who's going to be there. And I saw Nancy Grace on TV last night. She mentioned she was brand new. There was an officer in a traffic stop. Pulled someone over and the person opened, fired, and shot. You know, that kid in Chicago. It's terrible what happened. But why is a 13-year-old? Why is a 13-year-old out at 3 in the morning with a 21-year-old Latin King gang member? How many people listening right now at 109 on this Wednesday? On either AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, tobetro.com. How many, were you allowed to be out at 3 in the morning when you were 13 years old? You know, that, that boy, his, Eric Toledo, his parents failed him. His family failed him. 
that was a failure. I don't expect a 13-year-old to know what to do when he ends up in an alley at 3 in the morning with a Chicago police officer and he's holding a gun. Um, when you turn in that way and, and face the police, you are basically marking your target. So that officer had every reason to believe he was turning and he was going to shoot the officer. Otherwise, he could have stopped with his hands up, put the gun down, and not motioned towards the officer. He could have laid down on the ground, but he could have just stopped running. He even could have held the gun out there and said, all right, I'm going to drop the gu- something. Instead, he threw it you know, behind the fence and then turned to face the officer and very easily could have turned and shot him. Now, let's talk about locally. Um, the protests are very damaging to the city of Providence. No one wants to talk about that. Everyone talks about the fact that it's their right and it's the American way and all this business of peaceful protests. Well, the problem is many people know uh, there's different definitions of peaceful protests. And as far as, you know, there's two different, there's different factions of Black Lives Matter now. The ones that got together last Wednesday night And then the ones that were in the city on Monday night, uh, they still haven't fully been held accountable that they're attracting people that carry, uh, now they're bringing armed weapons to the protest. Does that sound like a peaceful protest to you? Now, folks, as many of you know, last summer I was, you know, covering it and you get up and close and I can tell you as the summer went along into the fall, they got more and more aggressive. There was definitely a progression, and they got more violent. And then they started bringing uh, clubs and shields, and then you had some of them arrested carrying knives. And it was getting progressively dangerous. It was. Uh, And now you have a situation where you have people showing up, and they're carrying loaded weapons. Does that sound like peaceful protest? And you have members of the media saying that guy, the, they, the police arrested him simply because he had a sign that they didn't like. That's, that's a lie. They arrested him for having a loaded, unlicensed firearm. What is happening here? But Biden and Harris last night, I, I mean, what has happened, folks, that these are the people? How about the fact that uh, there's a statement just came out. Black Lives Matter says Biden is sending more military equipment to black neighborhoods than President Trump did. And says that Biden is terrorizing the black community more than Trump. And that's from Black Lives Matter. Now, again, you have the national people. Someone called in earlier. And... Now, there was a girl in Columbus, Ohio. She had a knife. She was brandishing a knife. She was shot and killed. White House press person was asked about it. Now, I have not heard this. I want to hear her uh, response to this whole thing. Yes, and let me let me just say, since you gave me the opportunity, uh, the killing of 16-year-old Michaela Bryant by the Columbus police is tragic. She was a child. We're thinking of her friends and family and the communities that are hurting and grieving her loss. We know that police violence disproportionately impacts 
uh, black and Latino people in communities and that black women and girls, like black men and boys, experience higher rates of police violence. We also know that there are particular vulnerabilities that children in foster care, care like Micaiah, face. And her death came, as you noted, just as America was hopeful of a step forward after the traumatic and exhausting trial of Derek Chauvin oh. and the verdict that was reached. So our focus is on um, working to address systemic racism and implicit bias head on and, of course, to passing laws and legislation that will put much needed reforms into place at police departments around the country. In other words, no answer. No answer. You know, this business of she was a child, that, that is true, but with an adult weapon. With an adult weapon. White House repeating the lie she was shot by police because she was black. She was shot because she has a knife and was the act of attempting to kill another girl. And you just heard the White House continuing this lie of the disproportion. When I say I, I'm not going to question the amount of crime in certain neighborhoods, I'm talking about this business that she was shot. She was not shot because she was black. That guy last week, who's Latino... In Providence, he wasn't arrested for having a sign that was anti-police at the Rhode Island State House. He was arrested for having an unlicensed firearm. That little boy in Chicago was not arrested, was not shot and killed, excuse me, for, for, uh, for being Latino. He was shot and killed because he pointed a gun at a Chicago police officer at 3 in the morning. Here's Harris last night, who I can't stand. Justice. This verdict brings us a step closer, and the fact is, we still have work to do. We still must reform the system. Last summer, together with Senator Cory Booker and Representative Karen... You know, they still won't call out the violence of the, quote, peaceful protesters. You notice that? Folks, good afternoon. Right now it's 116. It's John DePietro. You can call in 766-1380. I've never been so excited to talk to people and take phone calls. 401-766-1380. Maybe something has happened in the past you want to comment on or you have a question for me or want to just call and say hello. You can call in 766-1380. Let's go to the phones. Good afternoon. You're next on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Good afternoon, John. Hi there. To me, this entire uh, bizarre situation with uh, systemic racism in the police department, and I guess everywhere, I think began when they started dumping uh, gallons of milk on police officers in New York City. And I sound like a broken record on this station, but several months ago... I was asked to watch a a movie called A Wolf in Sheep's Clothing by a couple of friends, which I did, and I was very confused the first time I watched it. But somebody gave me the disc, and I watched it over and over again, and I began taking notes, and I have a master's degree. I never heard of Saul Alinsky. I, I, I had never heard of him. And although that movie is put out by the Catholic Church. I say anyone of any faith or no faith, if you care about the country, you need to watch it just to understand the Solowinsky plan 
of community organizing and picking a topic uh, or, a, or a person. It, they had Trump for a long time. Uh, now, it, and, and of course, they went after him because of his support for law and order. It is not that there is not need for reform, but these people never admit that they've been wrong about anything, like what they said about that police officer who unfortunately died, the Capitol Police. And I think I'm correct when I say that Nancy Pelosi is in charge of the Capitol Police. But they were told to stand down. They refused to have any... It's almost as if they were hoping for some kind of incident on January 6th that whole election. All right, can I, you, you're putting a lot there, and I want to just that. Let me ask you Have you seen footage of the officer that died in the Capitol uh, on January 6th? Have you, I know you maybe you've seen his photo, a, a profile picture, whatever you want to call it, but have you seen footage of him? No, I have not. Okay, I have. He was obese. That picture does not accurately reflect what he really looked like. I don't know when it was taken. He, he was not beaten by the crowd. He, was not, he did not die because someone threw a fire extinguisher at him. He didn't die because of beer spray. He had two strokes that night. There was one person that died on January 6th. Cicilline led the charge that Trump people killed a Capitol Police officer. Completely false. Completely false. Do you know there are Trump people that were in the Capitol on January 6th? They're still being held basically for trespassing. And these protesters go out and they destroy our major cities and everyone just kind of looks the other way. But let's be very clear. One person was killed on January 6th, and that was the unarmed protester, Ashley Babbitt, who is an Air Force veteran. There was one person. What does Cicilline and the rest of them say? Five people were killed or died. That completely false. Two of the men had heart attacks over where President Trump gave the speech. There was a girl who was in Washington, who took fentanyl, she overdosed, she died inside the Capitol. The crowd did not stampede over her. It's all a lie. But I'm also curious, so just so we're clear, they, Cicilline and the rest of them saying, the Trump crowd, Joe Scarborough was saying these Trump killers, they're cop killers, all a lie. That, that did not, that guy did not die from that way. It's tragic that he died, but he had two strokes. If you see footage, I've seen FBI footage of him he was obese, much like many of the people that have died from COVID were obese, and you can't even say that. But I am curious, did you start off by saying, do you really believe there's systemic racism in uh, policing? No, I do not. Yeah, I, I don't either. Not, because, for instance, not, I, have not. I just want to, you know, the situation in Brooklyn Center, where the female officer went to use her taser and instead used her handgun. Did you see the footage of that? I did. Okay. Now, if you saw it, did you see the officer? I'll I'll just, I won't ask you, I'll just tell you. But the officer who was, I believe, being trained, who was attempting to handcuff him, his name's, uh, he's the one, Wright, right? Dwayne Wright or whatever his name is. But Brooklyn Center, he, that was was a black police officer that was attempting to handcuff him. So this business that it was racist, how about the Chauvin trial? One of the four police officers in Minneapolis, one of those four police officers going, he's black. Another one is Asian. If, if you look at the four officers involved with George Floyd, I mean, that's like the most diverse police. Chauvin's white. 
One of them is Latino. Uh, another one is black, and the other one is is Asian. So, like, what are they talking about? No, no, Chauvin was totally wrong. He shouldn't have had his knee on the on the guy's neck, because I, I'm not convinced that Floyd may have died if they just sat him up. He had a bad heart. He had taken two per two two Percocets. He had had uh, an overdose amount of fentanyl, but he he put himself in a situation. Where the crowd was saying that, that basically, you know, he, he suffocated the guy with his knee. But this is, you're not wrong with what you're saying, but we are in, heading into dangerous territory because the people that are leading the country in the White House are, are lying, saying that police are, are, are killing people because of the color of their skin. It is a lie, and, and yet none, nobody in the mainstream media has, and at least I haven't seen it, has acknowledged that <clears throat> Officer Sicknick did not, was not beaten to death with a fire extinguisher, although I've seen um, replays of Joe Scarborough and his yes. girlfriend there where they, they, they keep repeating it. But if they wanted police reform, which this is not what they want, watch the movie. If, what they want is they want the complete overthrow of the government and they will use any means, yep. any means, because that's their... The, Senator Tim uh, Scott, from uh, South, I think it's South Carolina, either North or South Carolina. He worked, black man, worked Republican, worked for two years on a bill. Nancy Pelosi and, and uh, Chuck Schumer and no Democrat would even give him the time of day. So if there are problems within police departments, and I don't know anything about guns and tasers, but certainly they shouldn't be the same color. And that should be uniform all over the country. They're not. They Listen, didn't. that lady, that lady it, un, unless we learn differently, it, it certainly seems that officer screwed up. And she screwed up yeah. badly. And she's going to be held accountable and have to pay the penalty. But I'll tell you how bad the media is. Last Wednesday night, there, was, there were people armed armed protesters at this protest at the Rhode Island State House. You have to dig in, in the in the media to find that. And then no one will ask the fact the guy was arrested. Why are you going to quote a peaceful protest when you have a loaded handgun? Two other people escaped through the Providence Place Mall garage and another one escaped in the Kennedy Plaza. You had four people armed going to the State House. What, what, why aren't they being questioned about it? The other thing that no one is even talking about, and I don't expect everyone to follow the news as, as intently as, as maybe I do, but Monday night, there were 100 people marching through Providence. They started at the State House, and they were marching for that little boy, the 13-year-old that was shot and killed in police. But that officer, that was a split-second decision. I think any other officer would have done the same thing. But what no one talks about, and I won't ask you, I'll tell you, the organizers of that march were the Providence Socialists. That's who's, I mean, everyone kept saying it was just some, they won't even identify that these were socialists. They're gaining in power. They're pushing forth this thing of reparations and, you know, the, the latest uh, the, the uh, program that's taking hold is they're talking about 1000 a month for, quote, those who choose not to work. Now, have you ever heard of anything like that? So you and I both know if, if someone has never worked and they hit the age of 30, do we think that they're magically going to go out and, 
and get a job. It may start at 1000 a month, but pretty soon the same people that are getting 1000 a month are going to say, what do they always say? I need more. I need 2000 a month. I need 3000 a month. I just don't know where all of this is leading. Oh, I know where it's all leading. And if, if we if we have our eyes open, and I, I don't even speak to people that I used to be friendly with because I, I can't deal with it. If this pandemic is as bad as the Democrats want us to believe it is, and why did they do that? So they could circumvent state legislatures and use mail-in ballots all over the place. That's right. And that's what they, that's what they want to do. That's right. That's the bottom line. But if they cared about, they would not have open borders with letting everybody in. And they can't even admit that what they're doing is wrong. So it's very discouraging. And I think we have to be fair, as you said. I don't know why Chauvin kept kept him down that long. I have no idea what was going through his head. It certainly was a, a bad judgment on his part. I don't know. Had they called the uh, had they called the rescue? They had, nine and it it took <laughs> a little bit longer. But even he was the senior officer. But one of the even officers even said, "Hey, should we?" And like the other officers. Right. They can hear what the crowd is saying. And they even said, hey, should we flip them on the side? And Chauvin's like, no, no, stay like, you know, let's just stay like this. Now, well, I've talked to different police officers that said they easily they should have sat him up. And yeah. then, you know, if he's sitting there the guy again, George Floyd, who can't be compassionate. He didn't have a weapon. He didn't have a gun. He didn't commit a violent crime for a while. Then he's just sitting there. He's not doing anything. There was no reason to have him on the ground like that, because there's a very good chance with the amount of drugs in his system. And he took two Percocets and the amount of fentanyl that he took. You know, there's a very good chance and as terrible as this is. But by having him sit up and then calling for the ambulance, he still would have died. He may have died, but at least it wouldn't have been. He wouldn't have died in that manner. But no, you're, exactly. You're, you're exactly right. You know, I'll tell you where else the, the media is so disingenuous is they go after President Trump and they talk about the big lie. And, the, you know, the president's lying about the election result and everything else. Well, let's face it. I think if you want to compare lies, President Biden is leading us towards a full scale race war this summer. Full scale race war. And I would argue that when Biden went on. And talked about this isn't Jim Crow, this is Jim Eagle, and these are blah, 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 you know, and really fanning the flames of, of uh, racial tension. I would argue that the Biden lies are far more dangerous for the country than President Trump saying, hey, I think I got the, you know, the short end of the stick when it came to all those mail ballots. Well, if- <laughs> It's, I don't know, it's so obvious to me, and it's, uh, I know what their end game is, because I watched that movie over and over again, and by the fourth or fifth time, and I was taking notes, and I said, this is the plan. What they're doing is according to a plan, and they can scrub everything. Like, I'm a big believer in keeping hard copy of records, yep. and that's because I was trained in the legal profession for uh, many, many years. I do not trust all of this stuff that's on the uh, Internet, and it's just a a big plan that they've got in place, and they know what they want to do, and it's all about power and money. And Joe Biden, 
I believe is a corrupt man. I don't think he's as compromised as a lot of people like Sean Hannity. Although he said some things, we all make mistakes when we're talking. And uh, it's unless you're very careful with your words, you can make a, a, a mistake. However, I think that he's made more than his share. And he, I mean, remember when he called that woman a, 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 a lying... Pony post, dog boy, yeah, soldier, but yeah, something I, I like mean, that. I mean, who says things yeah. like that to a he's potential a, he, voter? He's an old I, 78. He's he's an wrong. old 78-year-old yes. man. Yes, he, he is. is. But he's corrupt. He knew his. He knew that his son was compromised in many ways. I and there are still people today, Mr. DePietro, who have not seen the video of Joe Biden openly admitting that he pressured the Ukraine government to fire the prosecutor, which was looking into Burisma. There are still people today who right. have well, never seen that. I know, video. but it, it starts to kind of. I, I think we have to live in the present. First of all, number one, it's great to hear your voice. It is great to talk to you. I think I'm just being, I think we lose people when you start to go. Thank you for the call. Call again. Uh, when we start to get into some of this stuff of Burisma and some of this other stuff, it just, it starts to sound, it goes, it's like noise. All right. This is happening right now in real time. The protesters, the mobs are taking over right now. The media won't call them out. The media is intimidated by them, by the way. Just know that. Now, folks, right now at 131, good afternoon, it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can call in. I would like to talk to you. 766-1380. 766-1380 is the phone number. Uh, now, someone said, no. remember, 766, and then it's AM 1380. It should be easy to remember. Um, let's go back to the phones. Good afternoon. You're next Yay. on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Hello, everybody's friend, John. This is your friend, Lynn Marie Farrell. Hi there, Lynn. Good to hear your voice. Glad to have you back in the studio. Thank you. You know, so many, you, you just said something I will disagree with you. You said Biden's leading us to a race war. Yes. Biden can't lead a Girl Scout troop. He is merely a passenger on Kamala's race Ship. All right. His administration he, is leading us into that's a full-scale right. race. That's right. He's just drooling and watching everything, I think, as it's happening. But um, I'm horrified for what's going to happen. Let's, you know, keep it local, right? The impacts. We saw, and you out night after night, bravely, not only putting yourself into the foray of all of these, the violent mobs, but... Uh, documenting it and giving a fully transparent view of what was actually happening because I say in air quotes the mainstream media will not they will not and, and I will tell you firsthand no. and I appreciate the the compliment they um because the police deserve it people have a right to know who are these groups they're on public streets I will tell they hate that I go out there and they do everything in their power to try to intimidate and stop me. But just so you know, well, the local media, they are afraid and intimidated by them. Channel 10 and Channel 6, they are petrified that if they gave a negative story about Antifa 
or Black Lives Matter or these socialists that they're going to show up in their parking lot protesting. And as a result of that, they do powder puff type stories on them. Well, more than that, more than that, they're complicit. It's more than even a powder puff story. You're right. They're complicit. They're complicit. And they, uh, they certainly exacerbate it because they feel like that, correctly, there are no repercussions. And you're right. We fear, the normal person would fear, because they do and they will, they'll just show up at your front doorstep. Yes. And I'm very fearful about what will happen in Rhode Island and specifically in Providence, right? Because, you know, they can walk there and surrounding areas, they can walk there. And um, there is a to to what end, to what purpose? So back to the Chauvin um, verdict, I personally believe he should have been found not guilty on count one and was absolutely culpable on counts two and three. And I think he's just a, a horrible jerk. He tortured him. You know, this was not some upstanding citizen, Nancy Pelosi's, praising him like he should be canonized, Floyd. But he was tortured. He, he was. was tortured it was completely it was unnecessary. It wasn't like, you completely know, he had just killed someone. It wasn't like he was then punching back. It's not like he had a, a gun. It was completely unnecessary. Right. But I'll tell you and the I way. I am a back the blue all the way. Yeah, back I'm the, the same way. I'll I'll tell you the way they operate is now Monday night I went down and I wasn't sure it was a bigger turnout than I thought. And so I wanted to just go down to kind of view the crowd. And when I get back to my car, they had placed a dead bird on my car. So, number one, you feel bad that they killed a bird. And number two, what message is that supposed to be? That was, the, the that was a euphemistic pro- horse in your bed. It that is. was a horse in your bed. Ridiculous. Yeah. They're animals. They I know are. you know the Godfather. Who does that? Of course I know Godfather. <laughs> of course you do. But but Chauvin, um, you know, I, I don't let him go to look what we have suffered. All of us have suffered. The country has suffered right. because of one idiot jerk cop. Found a flesh time. Yes. That then let him like do you do you care if he spends the left rest of his life in prison? I'll be the first. I don't even care. Almost. Not even. Not even almost. No, no. Not at all. Well, we have However, that was just, it's a, you know what it is? It's a, tro- the Derek, it, it's a Trojan horse because it was, it was a horrible, um, timing is everything. And I think it was just a horrible mix yes. that all came together last year. Are there problems in this country? Absolutely. Are there, I mean, there, there are not, there are, there are valid things that people have to be upset about. There are valid improvements and changes that need to be made. But we've, we are now living in a mob rule extortion tactic. Yeah. That's what it is. That's right. And it's horrifying. I was coming home from my from my um, mom's house right we, the other day, not yesterday when the verdict came out, the day before. It was around dinner time. And I was leaving to head to um, the Cranston area. And I actually thought, oh, I better get in the car and get going. I don't want to get caught on 95. Because if the verdict comes out and the mob isn't happy with, yep. you know, with the verdict, I don't want to be out there by myself on the highway. Yeah. It is outrageous that in America, I'm the one that should be afraid instead of thugs out on the highway with vigilantism. 
That is exactly right. And you, you're. And by the way, it's, thank you for the call. It is great to uh, hear your voice. Thank you, folks. Seven six six thirteen eighty. You know that's an excellent point. This business of going on the highway and clogging the highway. But she is exactly right. We have entered into a period of mob rule. But I need. I think people, you need to understand that it's not going to stop. Um, I think it's the beginning. This inflames people. This encourages them. Look at, look at, you know, in all last fall, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro at 138 on this Wednesday. You can call in at 401-766-1380. I would like to talk to you. 401-766-1380. There's Lynn Marie. This portion of the program, when she mentioned Back the Blue, when you mentioned Back the Blue, I think of R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today. Now, let me ask you a question on this Wednesday. Are you having a heating problem or a cooling problem? Or maybe you need a plumber. R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Look for them on Facebook. And the website is recooganheating.com. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Plumbing, heating, and cooling. Call Coogie, R.E. Coogan and Heating, 732 732- 6562. You know, last year it was all about get Trump out of office and then the protests will end. But Trump's out of office. The protests have an end. I think this is the beginning. I think it's going to be a summer of unrest. The mob has learned that if you riot enough and make enough noise, you can intimidate people. You can get your way. Right, Chipper? I think so. Let's go back to your call. 766. 1380. Good afternoon. You're next on the John DePietro Show. Hello. It's Lynn. You disconnected me. <laughs> well, uh, what more did you want to say? Oh, no, I don't have anything to say. If you oh. moved on, that's fine. I was moving. I, I thought you said it beautifully. Oh. I thought we did know. Uh, thank call again. I wanted to give other people a, a chance. I do appreciate that. Folks, 401-766-1380. Now, remember, visit the website, depetro.com. And don't forget, DePetro.com, we have so many great sponsors, and one of them happens to be, do you need a handyman? On this Wednesday, maybe your no-good son-in-law has been promising he'll come over and fix some things. Call Jamie at 837-4545. Or if you go to the website, DePetro.com, you can link right through. It's Jay Freitas Construction. It's handyman services or light painting. He also does deck staining. But always, it's always nice to have a handyman for your home or business. Call them. Not everyone knows how to do those things. 837-4545. Exterior painting, interior painting. Jamie's the handyman that you need. 401-837-4545. It's all at the website, depetro.com. Well, folks, good afternoon. We've also extended our live stream. We're going to go right until 2 o'clock on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can now find the Facebook page. It's John DePietro Show. And we do post a lot of the video from the stream on the website, DePietro.com, just because I recognize not everybody is on uh, Facebook. Let's go back to the phones. Good afternoon. You're next on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Hi there. How are you? Very well. Go right ahead. I, I think that I would liken Chauvin to a deer in the headlights. Uh, being caught in a situation with a fellow that was obviously uh, drug-induced uh, uh, craziness and finally being able to subdue the guy 
and then realizing that he was the focus of so many uh, people, cameras, videos, whatever you want to call it, I think the poor bugger just didn't know what to do. I, I say that in all honesty. I've seen a deer in the headlights. You know that deer's going to get hit by that car, but dang it, that deer is frozen. And I think Chauvin, I don't think he got up that day thinking he was going to kill a black man. And uh, I just feel honestly that Floyd led to his own death with his actions, uh, the fact that he was hyped up on drugs, uh, uh, and I think that Chauvin was the the other in, unfortunate part of this story. Uh, now, the only thing about the only thing about that is he was a veteran officer, and uh, th- you know you talk to a lot of different officers that I have, and they say that they could have sat him up, and he didn't need to have him on the pavement with his knee on the neck. You know, you're not wrong. The crowd was hostile, and they were yelling at him. But I think what what really hurts him. And I agree with you. No, I don't. I don't listen, they got there. They called an ambulance. It's not like he wasn't beating him with his nightstick or anything like that. However, you had less experienced officer because he was the senior officer at the scene. A less experienced. By the way, he was the last officer to arrive at the scene. But you have a right. less experienced officer saying, should we at least flip him on his side? And Chauvin said, no, let's just, you know, stay, stay pat. So... I- the, 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 if he were more in a rookie situation, um, I, I think I, I would agree with that more. And I think, let's just say he was alone and he was a rookie and then you feel that the crowd. But it, 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 if you and I are riding along and you get pulled over and we get pulled over and for whatever reason they go to take you in custody and you're in their custody... There, there has to be some sense of accountability for how they treat you when you are in their custody. And you're not wrong about the drugs, and you're not wrong about the heart, but let, let's let's be honest. He, like I've said, I, it, it's just it's you. You don't see people really out defending him because right. he got himself into a situation in an almost undefendable position. Let me ask. Go ahead. Let me ask. Let me ask you something. Hypothetically, because now every discussion is Monday morning quarterbacking. You, if you could speak to George Floyd today in a sober condition, looking like we are as Monday morning quarterbacks, what do you think George Floyd would say? Um, I, I don't know what, what he, he would I say, know what to be he'd honest. I because... Other than being hopped up on drugs, he wasn't. He had a problem with the law, and he was a problem child, and and he made a ton of wrong decisions. It's true, all true, all true. And the family got twenty seven million. But but here's if you just look at that, when he was, and I don't know if you, if you've seen some of the body cam footage or how closely you watch the trial, but he when he was inside the car, they got him in the car, and he's resisting arrest, and he is going. He is hyped up. And they're even saying, what do you want? Right? I mean, they could tell. He's foaming at the mouth. In the car, he starts saying, I can't breathe. In 2019, when he got pulled over and he swallowed some drugs, he was saying he couldn't breathe. By the way, with his heart condition and the amount of drugs that he had, he had taken two Percocets that day, Memorial Day, and the fentanyl. By the way, I believe him. 
that he, he couldn't breathe and his heart is racing and he's he's done prison time and he is fearful of the police and maybe he recognizes my god i'm probably gonna end up back in jail so but when he's in the car and he cannot breathe so they get him out of the car there's just different officers that have told me they could have sat him up they could have given him some water at least that there's a very good chance if they had sped away as he's in the back of the car, he could have died on the way to the, the police station or the way to the hospital. Well, well, who's, let me ask you then, and I appreciate it. Uh, whose fault is all of this? Who's, who's, the, who's the responsible person in all of this crazy? Well, listen, he is ultimately responsible for his actions. He put himself Mr. there, the Ford. drugs and so forth. However, the right. element, Chauvin ignoring the crowd... And, and, and by the way, a lot of this yeah. is ignoring the crowd, ignoring another officer, the knee on the neck. And then even when the EMTs came and they went to put him on the gurney, he still, he was just, you're, maybe you're right, maybe panicked, maybe deer in the, the headlights, headlight. could be. Absolutely. But there, there were opportunities to let someone else take over. And, and he didn't do it. Yeah. He didn't do it. Go ahead. Let's forward the conversation. All right. The, you know, the trial and the, ju- the jury not being sequestered. And, the, and somebody said on Newsmax yesterday that the guy, the jury could have easily been found out and, and, and targeted for, their, for, the, for, for voting that Chauvin was uh, not guilty. Uh, this, this is just a cluster bang of, it of, is. of, of just one mistake after another. And, and, the, and, the, and the end result is, I think, I hope Chauvin appeals it, and I hope he gets a fair appeal tr- process, because quite frankly, when you have a, a standing uh, congresswoman in this country calling for violence against whatever the outcome is that they don't like, yep. stuff is Orwellian. This is a means to an end. It is. And I think, quite frankly, if, it, if you forward that conversation, quite frankly, we're talking about uh, uh, really having to take a hard look at politics in this country and, and what is their end game. And mob rule. And the president saying, I hope they get the right verdict. They should have moved They should have moved the trial out of Minneapolis. They could have moved it to another part of Minnesota. They should have been sequestered. I think if you're on that jury, do you, who wants to go back into the neighborhoods and they and, and voting in that way? And we are going to tomorrow have on uh, Tim Dodd, our legal expert. I'm glad to hear you watch oh, Newsmax. I, like I do appear on Newsmax quite a bit. I'm in communication with them quite a bit, but um, but this, but here's the problem, and I'll let you go. And I, but here's the problem: when we're dealing with a mob rule, and you're right on that, now it becomes: do you want to be the judge that's going to say, "I'm going to overturn this"? He needs a new trial because then what happens to him and his family? When you enter yeah. down the road of the mob rule, the mob rules, and it's very very difficult to then get off that path. And unfortunately. Uh. We have gone on to that path, but very good phone well, call. Thank you. Call me again, folks. 766 1380. It's 149 on this Wednesday, April 21st. And, folks, it's John DePietro. Again, you can uh, call in. I'd love to say hello to you. Mr. Dion is coming up at 2 o'clock, but in the meantime, 766 1380. Though on Facebook Live, I'll probably be doing a one after dark. Uh, I think so, a little bit later. But I also want to remind you, if you're listening right now, and if you were in an auto accident, Martha or Tracy, or maybe you were in a a slip and fall or a motorcycle accident, 
or maybe workplace injury, fight back, call Jack. Let's be very clear. What I'm talking about is you are entitled to be compensated, but you need the right fighter that's going to get you what you're entitled to. That person is attorney Jack Calvino. Personal injury law, 50 years experience, 100 years total combined staff. Call him for free consultation, 401 785 9400. Here's what I'm suggesting at 150 on this Wednesday. You were in involved with a, a slip and fall or a workplace injury or maybe a car accident. All I'm suggesting is why not call Jack Calvino for a free consultation? Let him be your fighter. 785-9400, 785-9400, or the website, fightbackcalljack.com, fightbackcalljack.com, Jack Calvino. He's the real deal. You, listen, with the right fighter, they're obligated to pay you what you deserve. And, and not a penny less, but they don't just hand it over, Lori, they don't. Auto accident, slip and fall, workplace injury. Come on, Roberta. Fight back, call Jack. That's right. 785-9400 or online fightbackcalljack.com. Folks, it's Sean DePietro. You know, the call is right. No, I don't think it was. Um, no, I don't think it was a fair trial. If anything, the witnesses were somewhat biased. But we have entered into and they have an enabler in the White House with mob rule. Look at the fact that it came out that that officer... You know, have you heard Congressman Cicilline? Has David Cicilline offered an apology that the the Trump mob on January 6th actually didn't kill the Capitol Police officer? No. No accountability. None. Back to your phone calls. Good afternoon. You're next on the John DePietro Show. Hello. I went and they were not there. Not a problem. All right. 401-766-1380. 1380 Has Congressman Cicilline said, oh, wait a minute, I owe the Trump people an apology. The Capitol Police officer was not killed with a fire extinguisher. He was not killed by beer spray. You know, when they started saying the beer spray, I, um, I spoke to someone who deals with that, handles it. Hi there, Peter Ford. And he was saying that beer spray, what I was told, is, is actually less of an irritant than pepper spray. And um, when you see the video of when they're shooting the quote, the beer spray at the officer, there's other people around there. Apparently, it, 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 it's a terrible foul smell. And I'm not condoning any of that. That's fine, Roberta. But all I'm saying is, you were told on January 6th that, that you know, that five people were killed. And Cicilline kept saying that, right, as one of the impeachment managers. And it turns out there was one person killed on January 6th, and it was Ashley Babbitt, who was the unarmed protester who was shot and killed. And that officer's never, we've never learned the name of who did it, and they weren't held accountable. As far as our elections and moving forward, if you missed it, I'm going to have them back. We had a national expert on with voting, and they told me last week, do you know Rhode Island has the worst, is considered the worst state when it comes to our voter rolls? I want to repeat that. 
Right now it's 153. Wherever you're listening to this, on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM or online at the website, Petro.com, Rhode Island is considered the worst state when it comes to our voting rolls. And that's Secretary of State Nellie Gorbia. Folks, it's, it's, it is absolute. Uh, we, we don't have fair elections. I don't think enough attention is drawn to it. I'm going to try to draw attention to it. Uh, the media, the local media, they don't highlight the fact enough to me that someone showed up at that protest last Wednesday with a loaded handgun. And there were several people like that. They don't. But we will point it out to you, Anna Marie. Now, I also want to remind you, if you're ever in an accident, come on, Kip, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence, it's West Fountain Auto Body. Were you in an accident? Betty, did someone hit your car? Call West Fountain. Small dent to a nearly total vehicle. You can depend on West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Remember, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. So maybe right now, on this Wednesday, you're on 146, and you say, as a matter of fact, Michael McQuaid was just telling me that he was in an accident. Call West Fountain, four words, 272-3340. They're going to work for you, not the insurance company. They'll handle everything, because there is a lot of paperwork, Dana. Call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. Folks, no, I, um, you know, it, it's, uh, we've hit a new low that yesterday everyone was bracing that, oh, if they don't get the verdict they like, there's going to be riots, right? Like, what, ex- what exactly is going on around here that that type of thing exists? It should absolutely not exist. Why is, why, how did we suddenly fall into this situation that or the president of the united states saying i just hope the jury gets the wink right verdict (laughs) wow talk about jury tampering and voter intimidation terrible hey on this wednesday do you have an appliance that's not working properly you do call ryan's appliance repair 401 710 7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Well, it appears on all makes and models of appliances, whether it is a washer or a dryer or a stove, um, oven or a stove or a microwave. Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. All work is guaranteed for 90 days. Parts and labor and senior citizens. Discounts are available. You can depend. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Whether it's he has fixed my dryer, he fixed our dishwasher, he fixed the oven, he fixed our microwave, for crying out loud. Things go wrong. Let's get them fixed. Let's get them repaired. 401-710-7096. Your appliance is dying. Just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. Now, uh, I will be doing a one after dark later. On Facebook. That's right. I'm not crying. I'm calling Ryan. 401-710-7096. Later, I will have a story on the website, depetro.com. I, I think it's atrocious how there's that state senator, Tierra Mack. She's the progressive. Where, 
you know, we're going to call her out. The Rhode Island Republican Party lets her get away with murder. She wants to abolish the police. She has an out-of-state license. She has an unregistered car. She gets in a car accident. And uh, silence. Silence from the Rhode Island Republican Party. So we're going to write about that. Look for it later on the website, dipetro.com. Remember, dipetro.com. Brought to you by Allstate Lock. I encourage you to contact Allstate Lock. There's a direct link at the website. Uh, you can call them at 349-0042. But security cameras for your home or business, it's a game changer in a big way. Uh, all state lock. Call uh, Dan Gruslin and Jared. Experts in locking systems, building security, security cameras, allstatelock.com. Or call them at 349-0042. So, folks, the big news of the day, you know, and, and Biden, the Biden White House, they just keep putting more gas on the fire. He, his administration, I believe they are just, they are leading us to a full-scale race war. Now, tomorrow is Thursday. We'll have on our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd, break down the results of the trial. I, it's, it's tough to, it doesn't make sense, the fact that he was found guilty in all three. All three don't apply. They were hoping that he would be found guilty on either the second charge or the third degree at the very least. But, um... But no one expected him to be found guilty on all of them. So we'll break that down with Tim Dodd. And I don't know. I may not go to the COVID briefing. I think in some ways, again, uh, everybody on Facebook Live will be back uh, a little bit later on. I think that COVID briefings in some ways have kind of run their course a little bit, in my opinion. But we'll see. We'll see unless there's some major news. And then Juan will be there. Well, listen, folks, uh, good afternoon, everyone. And now stay tuned. The John Dion program is coming up next. If you want to reach me, as always, go to the website, depetro.com, uh, D-E-P-E-T-E-R-O.com. Again, I want to thank uh, Jeff Kamach, Roger, everybody here that has uh, allowed us to be able to transition with the radio program this way. Stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news, and then the John Dion program is next. We are an official Rhode Island inspection station as well. WNRI Winsocket.